Have you ever heard the idiom to knock something into shape? It's a pretty common idiom, and we usually use it in situations where things are not going to plan. But what does it mean, and how do we use it? Let's talk about it. Alright mate, how's it going today? I'm not too bad. Thanks for asking. Today we've got a wonderful episode lined up for you. We're going to be taking a deep dive into the idiom to knock something into shape. We're going to be talking about when you should use it. We're going to talk about what it means. We're even going to talk about where it comes from. And I'm going to give you plenty of examples so you can use this one in your own conversations. But before we jump into all that, my name is Dan and I'm here to help you stop being an English student and start being an English speaker. You know, I make podcasts, I make videos, I make all sorts of good stuff and it's all designed to help you become a confident communicator and it's also going to help you understand British English. Sounds like a good deal to me. Uh, if you're not new around here and you're coming back for the third, fourth, fifth time, thank you very much. It's always nice to see you around again. But good stuff. As always, I want to remind you guys, you can get the free downloadable cheat sheet that goes along with this episode right now from dansenseienglish.com forward slash study squad. You put your details in, I'll email you the cheat sheet. It's got everything you need to follow along with this podcast episode and make sure that you remember this stuff for longer. The link's in the show notes or you can go to dansenseienglish.com forward slash study squad. Do it now and you'll also get my free ebook. It's a book full of tips that'll help you improve your English even if you're studying on your own. Totally free. Do it now. Thank me later. So before we jump into the main meat of today's episode, I want to tell you what happened last weekend. So it's currently Monday the 31st of October, Halloween. Ooh, spooky. And, uh, sorry, that was a bit weird, but yeah. And, but yesterday, well, yeah, my wedding anniversary this weekend. And that's cool. Two years I've been married now. We got married in 2020 and now it's 2022. Been married for two years and I'm a very, very happy boy. So me and my wife, we went out for a nice meal. We went to a local restaurant called Wang Karabi. And that's Japanese. And it's basically a restaurant that sells like, it's basically like Korean barbecue restaurant. I don't know if you've ever been to Korean barbecue, but you go in the restaurant and in the middle of the table, there's like a grill, like a little barbecue. And there's a little iPad and you say, oh, I want this meat. And they just bring the meat to the table and you cook it yourself. Uh, and it's pretty cool. It's all you can eat for 90 minutes, uh, which is pretty reasonable but usually after 30 minutes i'm i'm already full anyway you know <laughs> but you can eat for 90 minutes and it's a nice area it's nice the only problem is it's really hot so at the end of the meal you're usually pretty tired and sleepy because you know heat plus meat equals sleepy boy that's basically how it works for me but that were nice it was nice to spend some time together uh go to a nice meal and yeah, very, very happy boy. We also watched the new episode of Taskmaster. I feel like I talk about this a lot. But if you don't know, Taskmaster is a British TV show. 
It's currently on season 14, I think. Where basically each season they get five comedians or famous people in England. And over the course of like maybe 10 episodes, they compete in like really silly tasks that they have to do. Uh, For example, on this week's episode, they had to do a task in an airport. You know, in an airport, you get those little trolley things to carry your suitcases. Well, basically, the idea for the task was like the game curling. Like curling, but with these things, right? With the trolleys. And who could get the furthest distance or whatever. It's a really funny show. And me and my wife watched the latest episode. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Even if you're learning English, you should be able to understand enough about what's happening. And I'm fairly certain you can watch a lot of the episodes for free on YouTube. Or at least a lot of the tasks for free on YouTube. So that was good. I can't wait for next week. I love watching it. It's always the highlight of my week in terms of TV. And finally this weekend I've started putting plans in motion. And now these plans still a little bit secretive. But basically I've started... The journey to creating my first English course. It's something that I've had in my head for a while. Like I want to make a course. I want to help people. You know. But until now I've not really had time. But you know. I think now is the time. You know. To start trying to do this. So I'm starting to plan a communication course. It's for intermediates and up intermediates and advanced people. It's also going to have an element of group work. So I want to get people together in a group so you guys can practice together. I'm pretty optimistic about it. It's going to take a lot of work, you know, filming and scripting and putting everything together. But I'm pretty excited about it. And as soon as I've got more details, I'll share with you guys. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, And on that note as well, I'm also trying to open up more private lessons. I don't really talk about it in the podcast, but I actually do offer online man-to-man private classes. And until now, I've been really busy, but I'm trying to make more space for new students. Um, So if that's something you're interested in, send me an email, mail at dansenseenglish.com, and we'll have a chat about it. See if we can sort out some times and get you into my learning English academy, I guess. It's not an academy, it's just online. You know, whatever good stuff. Um, As always, I want to quickly answer a question that I got from Instagram this week. And that is the question, what is the difference by myself or myself, right? Basically, a lot of people look at these two things and think, ah, they're the same thing. But they're really not. They're a bit different. So let's break it down. First of all, I want to look at the word myself. Myself. It's a word, it can be a noun, but it can also be an adverb. But usually it's a noun. And it's always the object, never ever the subject of the sentence. Always the object. However, by myself is an adverb and it's not a noun. And we usually use it to explain how something is done. So let me recap. We use myself to explain who. And we use by myself to explain how. 
right? Let me give you an example of what I mean. If I say to you, I made the birthday cake myself. I made the birthday cake myself. I mean, I didn't because I'm absolutely terrible at baking. And if I make a birthday cake, nobody's going to eat it, including me. But I made the birthday cake myself. So who made the cake? I did. I made it myself. I'm answering the question, who? Uh, let's look at another example. I made the cake by myself. I made the birthday cake by myself. How was it made? It was made by me, on my own, without assistance. It was made by myself. I made it by myself. So hopefully that gives you an idea in how these two words are different. And hopefully you can get them right moving forward. As always, if you've got a question about English, hit me up, you know, email or social media, Instagram, whatever. Send me a message and I'll answer it on a podcast. But that's enough chit chat for now. Let's jump into the main part of this episode. And that is the idiom to knock something into shape. To knock something into shape, right? Now... This idiom is quite commonly used in the UK. From what I understand, Americans have a different version and they say to whip something into shape. You know, whip. But British people knock, you know, like knock on the door to hit something, basically. So when we say knock, we basically mean hit. So to knock something into shape, we hit it until it resembles a shape that we want, right? Let's say I want a ball and I have a square, a cube. I need to hit the cube until it looks like a ball and knock it into shape. That's basically what we're talking about here. And apparently, so this comes from an older expression. We're going to talk about this later. But some people say to lick into shape. So I've kind of got three different versions of the same expression. Knock into shape whip into shape and lick into shape but they all mean the same thing and that is to take action to get something or someone into a good condition or the condition that you want right something is not perfect and you do something to make it perfect for you now that could be changing someone else's behavior it could be changing your own behavior we could be talking about an object or a situation that we want to change so it's good for us. That's what this idiom means, to knock something into shape. Now, in terms of when we use this one, we can use it to talk about situations. That's pretty common, especially things like um, the economy. You know, when we're talking about money and things like that, the economy we will often use this idiom to talk about doing something to make the economy better. Uh, we also use it to talk about ongoing projects. You know, we're doing something, but we want to do it better. We want to improve it. We can use this idiom. And we often use it to talk about sports teams as well. You know, throughout the course of the season, they win games, they lose games. Things are going well. Things are not going so well. You can use this idiom. We also use it as well to talk about people who are not behaving in the way that we want them to behave. It's really common to use this to talk about groups of people. Um, you know, maybe like a team at work or a sports team or 
uh, a class of students. We want them to act in a certain way. We can use the idiom to knock them into shape. We do something to make them behave in the way that we want to. Um, so yeah, those are the most common ways we use it. What I'd like to do is I'd like to um, show you some dialogues, like how this might be. But I'll warn you now, I'm not very good at doing multiple voices, but I'll try to do two different voices so you can hear the difference. The first dialogue, we've got like um, two people talking about applying for a job or applying for university or something. And person A says, Yo, I heard the deadline for applications is tomorrow. Did you get yours finished? I've got most of it done. A couple more hours and I'm sure I can knock it into shape. Nice one. <laughs> so, yeah, a couple more hours I can knock it into shape. Basically means I can do everything I need to do to get it perfect in time. I can knock it into shape. Another one. Hey up, mate. You're looking well. Yeah, well, I started going at gym, eating more healthily, and generally knocking myself into shape. Oh, that's awesome. Keep at it, mate. <laughs> now maybe you can understand why I don't do different voices or dialogues. But basically, this guy, he started going to the gym. He started eating more healthily and treating his body better and acting in a way that's going to make him lose weight and be healthy. He's knocking himself into shape, right? Good stuff. Some other just general examples for you. Uh, the government is taking steps to knock the economy into shape. They're doing something to make the economy better. Uh, as a teacher, sometimes I have to knock my students into shape. They're not doing the homework or they're uh, talking in the class or whatever. I have to knock them into shape. And when we're talking about football, like the manager really needs to knock the team into shape or they're going to end up getting relegated. Relegated, if you don't know, is where you drop down from one league to a lower league. So in football, in the UK, we've got the Premier League. That's the top division. But if you're in the bottom three teams at the end of the year, you move down to the championship, which is like one tier lower down. That's called being relegated. And it's basically a bad thing. So you want to try and avoid that. So hopefully that shows you what this means and when we use it and how we use it but where does it come from now this is one of the few idioms that i've researched and i can't find any specific information about where this one comes from it's really unclear none of the big dictionaries or idiom websites have got much there um but apparently it does come from the original phrase which is to lick something into shape now this is really old-fashioned i don't think i've ever heard anybody actually say this expression but apparently this is the original phrase where it comes from and it comes from like you know maybe the animal kingdom maybe like a lion or something the the mom licks the baby cubs and like molds them into their proper form with the tongue right so the the little cubs are born and they're just kind of like a ball of fluff right they don't really have a shape and then the mama lion licks them and cleans them and basically molds them into the proper form. She licks them into shape, right? That's basically where this comes from. So the mama's action of using the tongue shapes the kid, the cub, I should say, into the correct form. 
And that is kind of easier to understand, right? Um, I guess it could also come from, you know, making things, you know, like metal or pottery or something where you have to knock the material into the shape that you want. It's kind of related to that too. But good stuff. So that's everything about knocking something into shape. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor. Leave the podcast a rating wherever you're listening to this, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. Wherever you're listening, please leave a rating. It's the best way to help me out. And it'll also help other people find this podcast. And don't forget to follow. Simple. That way you're never going to miss another episode. And as always, double reminder, get the cheat sheet right now. That's dansenseienglish.com forward slash study squad. Get the cheat sheet, get the ebook, improve your English. Simple. But that's it from me today. I'll see you later in the week. We've got a good episode coming on Wednesday about why your speaking skills are not improving. And on Friday, we'll have got a new episode of the Chinwag. So make sure you keep your ears peeled for that. But that's it for now, and I'll catch you in the next one.